so yeah, a lot of people just lost their ass in crypto. Like yeah, like I was reading something the other day on crypto, and I'm going to cut you off, but um, I'm I'm going to do my best to explain what I was reading because again, <laughs> I, I'm I want to get a guy on yeah to, if, to, if, if, if for everybody out there listening, please don't take stock advice from me because I don't know. Nothing about yeah. like I just I, mean, yeah. I read it because I find it interesting because it, you know, but I yeah don't take stock advice from me. Um, but I was reading like with crypto and, and what, what these guys were saying made sense. You know, they, they said that they're, they're, they were reading and, and making comments off an article about not buying crypto because it it it, uh, it crashes, and, and what, what the guy was commenting about was so. You buy crypto and he, he used smaller numbers. It's not so this is not the numbers that crypto are, but he said you buy crypto at five dollars a share or five dollars a coin, whatever. I don't I don't know exactly. So you so you buy that and then in five years the price jumps up to a hundred dollars, right? But then the next year it drops back down to fifty. And guys like oh it crashed, so we shouldn't buy it. But you, you bought it five mm-hmm. and now it's up to fifty, right? And then, you know, people are buying at 50 and then the price jumps up to 200 and then drops back down to 100, you know, and those volatile crashes and stuff. But it's still like even when it crashes, it's still above its it, its threshold or something. It was something something along those lines. He was saying that it, it still consistently rises over over the years. But it, it is going to take the ups and downs or something, something along it those definitely lines. Will. And I'm not, I'm not a crypto you know, I'm not either. I, I was what, just. What I, I will tell you is that when it comes to that, so every crypto has has a benchmark, right, which allows the next portion of the blockchain to start being mined and start being released, right? So there's. Oh, let me use Bitcoin for an example, because most people are commonly familiar with. So there's 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 not an infinite amount of Bitcoin. There's only a specific amount of Bitcoin. Which just still blows them on it. Right. That, that's something that they said, right? Yeah. So at any time they can be like, you know what, we're just going to no. mine some more. Um, so there's only an infinite, I mean, there's only a specific amount of Bitcoin that can only be mined at certain points. Okay, so as those points come in, they can get, so as those time comes in, they'll get more Bitcoin? Yes, mine. but then yeah. it's supposed, I want to say it's like 20, 30 <clears throat> Is when the last Bitcoin can be mined. All I know is that shit has, has driven the price of graphics cards through the roof. That I do know. Yeah, it's dri- it drives a lot of stuff through the yeah. roof. Yeah, so you can't get a damn graphics card now because all these damn Bitcoin you know? cards, but okay. But yeah, so it's like, it, it, it's, they, so what, what crypto guys are saying, their position is that get what you can now because when they become unavailable, right, to be mined, which means like you can literally go out and get them for free. Right? If you have the machines, you can go get Bitcoin for free or for whatever your energy costs. And your right. But um, once they're done, they're done. They're not making any more Bitcoin. So that's going to drive the price of Bitcoin up. And it's like, yeah, I get it. If there's a utility for it. Right. And that's my problem with investing in that kind of stuff, man. Like, right. Like in 2030, like still. So how do I acquire in 2039? Bitcoin expires and, you know, how do I obtain a Bitcoin? And you got to buy one. Well, then right. that doesn't alleviate cash. 
It doesn't right. alleviate central function. And what do I need it for? You know? So, like, what they're saying is that it's going to, what, what, what their hope is, is that it's going to completely eliminate currency. I don't, I don't think it'll ever eliminate it. It won't. The second that El Salvador as a country bought Bitcoin, your whole idea of decentralized currency went out the window. Because, again, they can print as much money as they want. Right, same as us. They can buy however much they want. Same as us. So if, if they really wanted to decentralize, and, again, it's not quite decentralized whenever I get a 1099 on what I bought and sold. It's not decentralized shit. The government knows exactly how much I bought right. and sold. Yeah, because it's on a freaking traded on the stock market. So it's not traded on the stock market or whatever market. But you can go on freaking Robinhood and buy some Bitcoin. Correct. It's not, it's not a Robinhood traded on the stock market, but actual cryptocurrency is not. Right. It's not traded because you. So Robinhood owns the crypto they're trading? Is that what Correct. you're saying? Okay. Yes. So Robinhood buys all this stuff, and when you buy and sell it, they become the platform to buy and sell. That's why when all these prices crash... So do they... Do they I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't expect to get in a deep dive on crypto, yeah, but like the shit just kind of... It interests me because I don't know shit about it, right? That's why I ask a bunch of questions, which I think leads us down these rabbit holes. Yeah. So I apologize to our viewers if this is not what they... <laughs> I just... It, 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 I'm trying to educate myself, so buckle up, I guess. Um, so do I own that cryptocurrency if I if I buy it from Robinhood, or does Robinhood still own it? It's That's it's a tricky question. So you own it because it's in the blockchain on Robinhood's side. Right? It's on the ledger. But not technically. Because if you buy crypto from crypto exchanges. Like crypto.com or one of those. Coinbase. Coinbase. There's a a bunch of advertisements for this stuff, right? That crypto actually goes in your wallet. I think, did Robinhood get a wallet or something? No, they have their own wallet. So when they created like a Doge, when they started selling Doge and they started. They have to create that wallet to hold. Again, because all those coins are part of their individual blockchain. So you got to have a wallet to create, to, to hold that blockchain, hold all those transactions in line. Okay. So to say that whenever you buy it, yeah, you buy it, but you can't spend it from Robinhood. So that's the whole thing of do you own it? Right. Well, Not really. This is what blew my mind, man. I, I, I was... Um, I don't know if I, I, it was either Robinhood or, or Crypto.com. One, one of those, one of those crypto currency. Did, mm-hmm. I don't remember which which side it was, but I was reading an article um, with the Shiba Inu, whatever. When that coin kind of, I say, blew up, like it's still not even a cent. But I in, blew in the whole, up. yeah, um, and it was one guy that made like I don't know five billion dollars mm-hmm. or something off of like a thousand dollar investment or what. He got on real early. Anyway. These companies only allow you to pull so much money out of right. your own wallet at a time. Like it would take that guy. Uh, um, it was something ridiculous. I did the math on it. It, it. it was like hundreds of years. To pull that money. It would take him to get all that money out. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure he could probably sell that to a, a, you know a, a, a multi million dollar. I, I would assume. Like 
if if you were a gazillionaire, if if you were Elon Musk, I was like, look, I got a, I got five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, you know, right here in my in my wallet. I'll sell it to you for two billion. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I would think he could do something like that. I don't know, but like that dude would never like because it, it's a daily allowance, like I don't know twenty thousand dollars a day or something you could pull out, which is an ungodly amount of money, um, for me, <laughs> uh. But even pulling out that amount of money every single day, it would still take him like 100, 200 years or something like that. To, to, he'd never see all that money. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he definitely see it now because it tanked again. Well, right. But but you get what I mean. Like, he, yeah, couldn't, he couldn't have, like, if he wanted to cash out right there, he couldn't have cashed out. Same thing with the Dogecoin guy. The, the dude that right, made right. the Dogecoin millionaires. He couldn't pull that money out. You know? That's, that's, that's the problem with it. So, and it's kind of no different in stocks. Right, like if 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 you're day trading and you're not through the New York Stock Exchange, if you're using a secondary, third day, you know, third platform, you do the same thing. Like you can't just buy, sell, and pull out. No, I, I think like so. In in I guess in the defense of I don't want to say in the defense, but um, I know that you can. Like I have some. Like, I don't know, I think I'm out of mess with like a hundred bucks or something on Robinhood. I, I can, I can go in there and sell every stock that I have mm-hmm. and it's kept in my Robinhood account. Correct. That won't go up or down. Correct. So if, if I bought Shiba Inu and, and, or, or Doge or Bitcoin or whatever, and, and, and I made $5 billion and I immediately hit sell. Can't. So that I, it wouldn't go into my, my Robinhood or my crypto account as like I understand I can't have that money right now mm-hmm. but could I sell all that stock and it'd be in that that five billion dollars just be sitting there in my Robin Hood account getting twenty thousand dollars a day that that yes. was my question yes so I, I don't take the risk of losing it if I cash out it's just sitting there and I can't get to it well so depends on so if you do that in January or February beginning of the year you're fine when you hit cash out on Robinhood, and there's a profit made, you're going to get a 1099. So I'd lose everything because I couldn't afford a tax on $5 billion. That's ridiculous. So you're going to get taxed on $5 but, billion but I don't have that, capital gains. But I don't have that money yet. It still said Robinhood's got you, it. Go, go got tax it. them. You got it. But I don't. But you do. But I don't. <laughs> I don't I take a loan out that I couldn't pay. So it's no different in business world, Right. Like in a business world. I mean, there, there's a little bit of a difference because that money's locked behind no, 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 a no, no. behind a daily fine. expenditure. I tax me on twenty thousand a day. That's I'm you know I, I understand that, but don't tax me on five billion that I don't have access to for the next two hundred years. You know, again, this so Walmart goes out and buys whatever. When I say Walmart, but you know, local convenience store, you go out and you buy ten cases of water, and you sell that. You buy another ten cases of water, and you sell that. Well. Even though you just bought another 20 cases of water, you're still paying profits on, you're paying taxes on all the money that you've made, no matter well, what Yeah, but there's a difference in me, selling, in. But then me selling you a product and you handing me the cash. I, and now I have access to that, that Correct, cash. I agree. But what they're saying is that if, that's why I said if, if you do it in January, February, you're probably all right because you'll have enough time to withdraw that money. Right? And $5 billion. So, well, you wouldn't have got that high. Like, like, like 
Robin Hoods and all those, they didn't allow accounts I mean, to get purchased but, but like that. This, I think this one was on like a crypto.com mm-hmm. or something like it's that. It's happened to like a lot of people. Right. So I know but Robinhood I, might not, but some of these things do. They've had some of these platforms where people have done that. Like, and, But, I mean, put serious money in. Made, made millions, tens of millions, but put like a hundred grand in and then purchased and then bought and they're like, okay, sold out. They haven't got the original $100,000 back. It's crazy because of daily limits and because of we're waiting on this and that, that's the like and i guess it's a bad thing because it's not it's not the industry's fault that there's a couple bad apples right you know but yeah i mean because they're buying again i mean i won't ever have to worry is, about that because i ain't investing a hundred thousand the dollars same, they're doing the same thing that the stock market does they're buying all these coins on speculation right and they're buying them all on margin they don't physically have the cash Right, that's why that's why those companies are ass when they short and and the stock doesn't correct. Plummet. Right, yeah, I get I get all that. Like now, that was a deep dive. Yeah, you know, for me trying to understand what that whole because what was it the, the GameStop, the GameStop like, when they shorted AMC. GameStop, I, I really started looking into what what the whole shorting thing was. So I, I have an understanding of that, but um, obviously I'm still an amateur when it comes to understanding some of this stuff because like that shit just don't make sense to me, man. Because it doesn't make sense to anybody that thinks like relative, like you know, in, in real time. Because it, it it's it's for me still like crypto bothers the shit out of me because I'm like there's still no utility for it unless right. you're getting in an NFT space unless you're doing, you know. That shit still blows my mind too, man. Why? Like that, that whole like digital, like I sell you a digital something, but you don't own it. And I still own it and. Oh no, that's just the opposite, right? So when you own, when you buy NFTs, like it, that digital item physically becomes yours. I'm no longer right. And there's typically in NFTs, there are contracts attached to them in perpetuity. So, like, I'll give you an example of how I think the NFT market is going to really blow up right and it's something very practical and what, what you would use in, in maybe not daily but in your life titles like home titles mm-hmm. and stuff like that okay Follow so me. right now you have to go through a title company right to make sure that your property is free and clear has no liens has no this has right, no right. that you got to pay them people to do that Right, you don't have access to that unless you are willing to go spend hours in a courtroom, right? Finding records and, well, if I take my house, if I build a house, I'm a home builder, right? And I make every deed an NFT, and that transaction. Let's see. But wait, let me let me finish. All right, all right. So I'm going to take this deed and I'm going to say, Cody, this is your house. Right, and you buy this house, and you finance it, do it however you want to do the, the transaction, the financial transaction. This house is yours, and here's the deed. Right, and every time you say, "I'm going to sell you this house," it, it appraises at five hundred thousand okay. dollars. I'm going to sell you this house for four hundred thousand dollars, and I'm going to make five percent off every off off every transaction after that on this house, or one percent, whatever the percentage, point five percent. Every time you sell it, or every time that house gets sold, every time that deed gets transferred, I get a percentage off that. 
Okay, but I'm getting it for a hundred thousand dollars less than, than the market value. Okay. Yeah. So if you never sell it, even if I do sell it, you don't care. I'm still I'm still in the in the green by a lot. Okay, yeah. folly so far. Right. So that on that end, it makes a home builder potentially make more money, create more wealth over a very long time. Not necessarily. Well, I'm in homes, yes. Not in cars. Yeah, cars different. Right. right? Not in. Not in a, a piece of art, right? Not in, you know, not, you know it's never going to be everyday uses things, right. right? But one more further is that that deed now, everybody else that's taken out of that picture, that NFT is now between me and you, and then you and the next person, and you and the next person. And with that blockchain that's been created, right, using blockchain technology, that ledger has now been created. You take the court systems out, you take recording files out, you take title companies out See, that is tens of thousands of dollars per transaction that the consumer pays every time this happens this is and and this is my um i guess my concern with that and and uh oh there's plenty of concerns that go across the board with all of these things like i i guess first and foremost um you know what happens if that that file gets corrupted or that that file disappear whatever you know uh the, the NFT company gets hacked, whatever. So there's no NFT company. That's the thing. Or, Once you create or, this blockchain, it's a ledger. There's not. There's nothing to hack, right? It's the same. Like you, you've never like Bitcoin's ever been hacked. Like there's the Bitcoin ledger system is is it's not. I don't want to say it's not hackable. I mean, because I, I don't know the, the the depths of that. I just like if I own something, I want I want physical, you want the tangible, tangible. Yeah. Like this is signed by a judge. Yeah legal that's this gonna be is, the biggest this is my house mm -hmm. like i got the title right here use the debit card right no, i get that so that that think of that utility right 20 years ago people said i'm not using debit cards because i want to hand somebody that 20 dollars and get my change and have my it's it's just it's perception and mindset i guess right? once it once it changes especially on something like my house rough one for your grandfather to actually get a debit card have to swipe a card every time and well, how did money? That money is, you know, like physical, digital moving of money. Uh, I mean, I, I get that. And I, I just, I know personally for me, if you come to me and like, hey, I got this, like that sounds like a scam to me. I get it. Like, and, not, and that's why it's still a lot. I'm, I'm like, again, I am not the biggest believer in cryptocurrency, but I am a huge believer in blockchain technology. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't know. What, there's a difference. Like there, there is a, there's a huge difference. They took currency and put it on a blockchain and created cryptocurrency. Blockchain technology in itself will, I must say, change the world, but it will definitely streamline. It's just a more secure way of, of transferring data, right? Is that correct? Is that what well, basically it's, it's a hundred percent transparent and accessible? But like, so how though? Like through through I, digital wallet. Okay. So, so all, when dealing with currency, or, oh, it's or, going to be through through all blockchain technologies are going to have to be done at some point through some kind of so uh, how, how digital do, wallet. How do I like how do I view that ledger? So it'll like be, if you were trying to sell me a title of this of this. So title A B C D one two three four. Yeah, okay, it, that that's going to happen, right? So I buy that; it goes in my wallet. So the whole blockchain goes in your wallet. That file. Okay. Right, which is so what if you throw that file in the garbage? I mean, there's no, what do you mean? Like, so 
let's let's say um, you you I, I sold you a house ten years ago, and I'm doing this whole NFT mm-hmm. thing, and you have the file, the deed for 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 your home. Okay, um, you die, mm-hmm. and your kids know nothing about this NFT. Whatever they throw your freaking computer in the garbage, right? Okay. And they're trying to sell, there, and they're trying to sell your house. It's going to be a little. There's that's not going to be the case. It's the same thing whenever you have a title to a car or or the actual deed to the property, right? And you keep that in your safe in your house, and you don't just don't throw away the safe. Right. Okay. So it's going to be the same. People are have to. But what is it backed up on? People are going to have. It's it's in the blockchain. Like so, it'll always be available. Like. That's how they know there's no names attached to it. It's just file. Let's have a problem with that too. If you pay attention to like crypto markets, it's like, oh, this whale account owns X amount of Bitcoin, X amount of this, X amount of that. Oh, this whale account that too. If my name's not on this blockchain, how do I prove that it's mine? Because you're the only one that has access to it. Because in your wallet, you have it. People can view it. But it's yours. Because the ledger says it's yours. Because your wallet has its own social security number. Okay. Right? So, file A, B, C, D, 1, 2, 3, 4 was purchased by yeah. K-Block, 1, so, 2, 3, 4. So, so K-Block what, sold to this so one. So, what happens if your personal computer is hacked? So, it's not just on a computer. Right? Like, it's, it's in a wallet. And there are physical things that you can put your wallet into. Like, like you know, whether it be a, a, a drive or whether it be... And you have access to it. Like, anywhere. So you can pull this up anywhere. This, it's a so, lot. And look, I don't know everything, you know, when you go about this. But, right. like, there – so the guy that created um, Ethereum, mm-hmm. right? So when Doge came, like, he had a public wallet. So you can have a hot wallet or a cold wallet. Right, hot wallets are active, hot wallets are viewable, cold wallets aren't. Right, he had both. In his hot wallet, it's public. So when the creators of Doge created Doge, they gave him like stupid, like a billion Doge. Right, right? I was talking about that. And he donated. Right. Like he burned half of them, and he donated the other half. It's hundreds of, I don't know, hundreds, tens of millions of dollars. Right. Um, well, then. But, but then it was nothing. Like it was still, it was, it was, it was right. less than what it is now. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was like seven cents right now. Or something yeah, like that. it was okay. way less. It was, it was, you know, six zeros. Right, you know? right, right. And so he was doing some kind of. He tells a story in an interview. He was doing some transactions. He was overseas. So to have access to his cold wallet, where a, a lot of his Ethereum sat. There, you you have like a sixteen word password. That's nuts, right? Well, he had eight of the words, and he had the other eight words at his apartment in Canada. Mm. Right. So no matter if somebody like said, "Look, I, I need all," you know, like I can't physically can't. I don't know what the I don't have the other eight words. Right. And so, but he needed something because there was some transaction he needed. So he had to call. He tells us he had to call a relative and tell them, hey, look, go in my apartment, get this other one, get these codes, and do this so I can unlock this cold wallet. For, and again, I don't remember the exact purpose, but just that, that gives you an example of it's pretty damn secure. 
No, you can I, you can set the security on how you know. So so, but but again, it's no different than your bank account. See, but you'd have to have something in your will or something with all sixteen of those words on it. Correct. So like, if you died, your kids aren't left with. Well, I got this cool. Uh, no, there's going to be if they, look if it ever gets to that point again. There's it's going to be. Imagine the world. And, but, and you would st- but you would that still for a bank account, right? But you, but like, so just like we have title owners or holders or, or, or not holders, but writers now, we have you damn near need that same market no. to, to, to manage all this damn uh, uh, NFT wallet stuff. Like, I, no. I'm telling you, for people like me, they're gonna have to have somebody be like, Look, this is we're gonna set all this up for no you. No different than your bank account, you say that. It's, oh, there's going to be companies created to do it. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. But yeah. not to the level that it is now. Maybe not, but it's still going to have to have somebody to help yeah. you navigate that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And there's going to be laws, and there's going to be crypto or blockchain attorneys that come into play. Right. And, oh, there's no doubt it's it's going to be a new industry. That's nuts. You had a question, Brennan? Or a comment you were saying? Yeah, yeah every time I uh, go over, I see him, he's like, just this, like. He's <laughs> taking it down, man. Yeah. It's a very basic question. It's, um, why would I want to buy an NFT? So I'll, I'll again. It's devil's that. Why would you not want to? Right. So it depends on. So currently, right now, you have no reason to buy an NFT unless you're you number one or in the, the digital art world, and that's what you want to do. If you are a gamer, there's a ton of gamers that have um, these things. So let, let's do this. I'll, I'll. We all movie people, right? Yep. Okay. So. Favorite actor, favorite movie, favorite whatever. Give me, give me. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. So Chris Pratt is Galaxy of the Guardians 19 is coming out. Okay. Every Galaxy of the Guardian ticket is an NFT. Okay. Okay. So Chris Pratt is going to do an annual Chris Pratt convention. The only way to come to that convention is to have that NFT. Is to have that ticket. So I've seen the movie. Right? Or at least purchase, no, purchase the ticket. Right. I can purchase it from you. Okay. Right? right? Chris Pratt's going to do this movie for free. Just, you know. But he's going to make 10% or $100 every time that ticket's sold. So you go see the movie. Okay. Okay? And you're like, I can now go to the Chris, Chris, Chris Pratt convention next year and meet Chris Pratt and have breakfast with Chris Pratt. And you okay. can even... Sell the tickets at different levels. Meet and greets, just come to the convention, whatever, whatever. Right, okay. Right? So you buy the ticket at AMC for $15 a ticket, right? And then you're six months away from the convention, and you're like, I'm not going to this convention. You know, Chris Pratt is a tree hugger now. Chris Pratt is, you know, running for Democratic presidential candidate. All right. And you're like, F Chris Pratt, I'm not going. Okay. Tickets are going for $600 a ticket. Okay. Sell the ticket. Yeah, absolutely. You make the money, right? Yeah, and then the he gets like a percentage. He still gets a percentage of the ticket. Okay. Right? So that's another like realistic thing of, of where things like that will go, right? Is that actors and actresses, artists, I'm not worried about just what the ticket price is going to be. Like the movie's right. got to do great. No, it doesn't. Because I can make money off of this movie ticket in perpetuity without having all the Hollywood elites be involved. Now this, right? I would assume that this ticket, because the ticket you get from the, from the thing is tangible. It's a physical ticket. But the NFT is Won't not. Be. It's 
So there would have to be something, I guess, like a login to claim my Digital QF order. code that comes right. into where you sign and have a passcode. To, yes. Whatever. I mean, that that's that. But see that, do I pay extra to have that ticket? Or, or do I get like a discount if I just wanted to buy a $6 ticket just to see the movie? No, no. So that's what I'm getting at. So you still, I say $15 because I don't know what the price of a movie ticket is now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just but, even. No, no, even, no. Initially, you just pay the standard price for the movie. Right? So standard I'm, price for the ticket. So it doesn't drive the ticket prices up. Mm-hmm. It, it just nope. helps it allows the actor more access. Make a little. Not necessarily because you might not make any more money. Because right? nobody yeah. might. People might not want to go to this convention. They might not want to go to see the movie. True. Right? Like, he's going to bank on... It's kind of like... like but he, he like, can still sell NFTs to his meet and greet, not attached to the movie. Yeah, but how else would I want to make sure that... To get things in perpetuity? I mean, he, but, like, there's nothing to stop... I don't know, whoever. We'll just use Chris Pratt as we talk. There's nothing to stop him from going online right now and be like, hey, I'm, I'm having a convention. NFTs for sale, $2 a ticket. Doesn't. He can do that now. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that there's not. But you're already selling movie tickets. Yeah, no, I get the convenience of it. I get the easy not just ease convenience. of marketing. The yes. whole, yeah, I get, I get all that. Because yep. um, now he has to do it completely and he's got to do convention tickets and he's got right. to. And look, this is not just. Blizzard. Blizzard and look, they got some problems with that company. So I'm just using them it as a, it's it's a gaming game making company. Oh, yeah. So Blizzard has a Blizzard convention every year, where, where it's like they call it BlizzCon, and it, it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a big thing because they they make like World of Warcraft, they 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 make uh, um, uh, Diablo, they make freaking um, Starcraft, they make they're a really big game manif- uh, 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 producing company and. They have BlizzCon every year, and, and, and people come from all over the world to, to go there to you know hang out with their World of Warcraft buddies, or you know do do whatever, meet meet the game developers, and, and get new news about games and that kind of stuff. But with those tickets to BlizzCon, whether you buy a digital ticket to watch it online at home or you buy a physical ticket to go, there's always a little something extra, like in-game uh, 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 things you get, like a, a, a a piece of clothing to wear mm-hmm. or, or, or a little pet that follows you around or whatever. You get some cosmetic things uh, along with that. So I can see the value in it um, to that aspect, especially if, you know, you, you buy this NFT and it's good for the next 10 conventions or whatever, you know, whatever. That's exactly what it's going right. to be. So I'm going to say I'm going to do a convention that only allows 100,000 people. Right. And so the first 100,000 people that buy a ticket to go see the movie are in. And then it goes up from there. You know what I'm saying? And like, okay, next movie, I'm going to do another 50,000. First 50,000. Right. Like, you know, like it, it's, it's added value to the consumer and added money to the producer long term. Right. You know, like, and, and in the art world, you know, like, could you imagine you said, you know, uh, Sam Walt will be the wealthiest person in the world if he still was alive? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if like Van Gogh was still alive? Right, I get that. Like, I mean, every, if it was still alive, it was art wouldn't probably be as worth okay. much. But. Well, <laughs> I mean, could be a point. But what I'm saying is that if every time a Van Gogh was bought and sold, if he had, if he received something in that in perpetuity, no, I get that. Yeah, like, and like I can I can see where um, the benefit to those things, like if if 
I'm a musician and I sell my guitar, right? And, or and music. Or, or my music. Perfect example. You make no that. money long right. term on that, you know. Right, but but every time Apple gets a new download of my music, you I get, get you know, I get a dollar yeah. from it and then you know, whatever. Like any Every time Apple sells you music, they get a dollar and you get three cents. Or right. whatever. Right? And so it's like well, I know the resale value ain't there for for that kind of thing. Correct. But 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 you it's know. still that person's, um, I guess, trademark. It's still that person's property. Right. They created. And look, NFTs are going to be majorely for so, so, creators. So I guess it's basically um, the new age version of, you know, every time somebody used to say, let's get ready to rumble, they had to pay royalty rights to. Correct. So I guess that's just the new age royalty rights um, kind of thing or. It's it's an add on to that, I guess, uh, because it's the same thing with like once a show goes in syndication, like Swamp People. Once you hit like a thousand episodes, like I don't know who writes these policies or this law or this bylaw, whatever. But once you become syndicated, I think it's a either a hundred episodes or a thousand episodes. Then other networks can buy those shows, those episodes. And start airing them on those networks, right? Okay. That's why, like now, like Swamp People is now on multiple networks. It's not just um, on whatever. A and E or whatever. Yeah. Makes them up. So now everybody in those episodes get paid syndication money, right? So it's like, would you listen to a radio show? Are you famous? Like you listen to oh, Walton and Johnson? Walton and Johnson. Like so Walton and Johnson is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Right, but they're syndicated in eighty different other markets. Right, right. So they get a portion of that advertising money that's on their shows in all those markets. Okay. Because they're syndicated now, because they're not just in their market, right? So if we do a podcast, or, or if this was just a radio show on, you know, one hundred point nine, right? Then we're only making money on the show on the advertisements that play on one hundred point nine. But if we were at when we get syndicated into other markets. They sell advertise because we're so popular. People want to advertise on our show, but it's not, it's in their market. Oh, okay. Right? So now they start getting money on that advertising dollar we, on all those. And we would get a percentage of it because it's... Correct, because it's on our show. Right, okay. Once it becomes syndicated. So I guess that's how... Um, like, you can watch a national show on, on a network, but you have local oh, advertising, local commercials. Okay. I get that. Yep. I still, yeah, I still don't, I still don't want it for my house. So I can give you a Super Bowl. Like, that's a good one. Like, I can call, like, and advertise with the Super Bowl. Like, if you are Budweiser, like, they are a Super Bowl advertiser. Right. And they're going to pay $5 million for $20 million for a 30-second spot. Right. But if I'm a local company, I'm going to pay five grand to be on the commercial in home of Louisiana. Right. Just be in our market. I don't want the syndicated. Yeah, I don't want to be all over the. I don't yeah. want some. Yeah, I'm not selling my products in freaking. Right. You know. So Maine, right? there, there's so many national spots, so many local spots. That makes you sense. Know? And, and it's. You I still don't. I still don't want that for my house deed. I need some. Well, need what if you lose your deed? I mean, you know, there's still copies. Like at the where? You know, like my title loan holder people nope. and all that. I don't know. It's not. That's the thing. You lose the title to your car. You know what you got to do. I never lost sight of my car, so I don't know. <laughs> no idea. 
You got to call the state of Louisiana and reissue your title. Okay, so what if I lose the title of my house? I'm sure I got to do the same thing. Yeah, they just have to reissue a whole new title. Right. That ta- that that takes could take months. Right. right? Because you're, again, you're leaving it in the hands but, but, of the authority. But right, but you have that, to use this as an anti-establishment. No, no I know. But listen know? to me. That authority has documents that prove that that house is mine. Not, right. You're hoping they, they do. They they do. Not always. If this NFT is completely, like, there's no backup to it. There's no. Oh, there is. Then, then like, how again, in the hell? Yeah, like, I, I, your questions, I, I don't know for certain, right? But I do know that you have extremely wealthy people that are putting. Yeah, and they can risk a their, lot of stuff too. No, man. what I'm saying is that they're putting all their eggs in, in the blockchain. Function. I'll never put right? all eggs in no basket. I agree with you, but I mean, you look at someone like like Mark Cuban. You know, he is a huge like he's doing a thing with NFTs with the math tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Like every ticket has additional functions and additional this, additional right. that. I get you, get, that. you know, and so. No, I mean people have been doing that before NFTs. Like if you nah. if you buy it. If you buy a Mavs ticket, you can go down to your local uh, whatever store it's and, not and that, pick up a T-shirt. You're, you're, no, yeah. this is not the, that's not the added value I'm talking about. I'm talking about long-term added value, right? So imagine a, a Woodstock ticket. Okay. From, like, the original Woodstock. Original Woodstock. Right, I have an NFT original Woodstock ticket. Yeah. Okay. How much is that ticket? You go to Amazon, how much is that ticket? Worth? I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah, but, but but that's that's because right. of the, the whole sentimental, you know, nostalgia. Point, people still want that nostalgia. People still right, but I get that now without an NFT. Buy that. If that was an NFT, that original ticket owner, right, that original wallet holder, still gets transactions every time that. it's sold. But if it's can, never sold, I ain't getting nothing. Can like again, that's the thing with NFT. You can write the contract on that ledger however you want. You can you can attach it to nothing, right? Or you can attach it to a 10-year thing. You can attach it to an annual lunch with me. You can attach it to um, – and I, I'm just trying to be as practical as possible. Right. But you can literally write it however you want to write it. Now, what what stops a person from saying, screw the NFT order? I'm not – is it a contract? It's, is it a suum? It's non-negotiable. When that thing gets happened, everything happens. So automatic. It's, it's an automatic transaction. Unless I sell it cash. Can't again. There's nothing a, to sell. If it's cash. on a freaking jump drive, I can sell that. So what? It's not gonna be on a jump drive. It's got to go wallet to wallet. Oh, okay. It's the same thing with with crypto now. If you buy something with cryptocurrency, it has to go wallet to wallet. Okay. It has to stay in the blockchain. Gotcha. Right. Like I I can't. So you couldn't sell me your wallet. And just I can't. Some I can't sell you Ethereum for cash. And you just hand me over. I mean, you could give me your password and username to your doggone wallet. There's no way to prove that it was yours to begin with. Correct. You can. And I just bought it cash. Correct. And now it's my wallet. You can. So there's, there are ways to do that. So, I mean, what's the second with the NFT? I guess you could. Like, I, I don't. Look here. Cash. This this is the username, Wait. password for my, for my NFT wallet. This is what's in it. You see it? Yep. Boom. There we go, could, sold. But you're not going to want to do that. Why? Unless you're a one-and-done kind of person. Like when it comes to, because that wallet is going to have all of your. I'm just saying, so if I create another wallet and I just transfer it over to, to my, my second wallet, I can sell that second wallet. You could. And just create a third wallet. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Probably sitting in a bank account. Stop, especially if there's but no if way to track it. If you create another small, wallet. I would have got 1% because the transfer wallet correct. to wallet. Okay, I get that. Yep, to transfer that. So, so I guess I would have to create a wallet those. first and just have separate wallets for each NFT if I wanted to sell them under the table like that. Because there's no way, if there's no way to track that that wallet belongs to Jared. Correct. Then, then he can sell it to Cody. Yep. And as long as I got the username and password, it's my wallet and nobody's the wiser. Correct. So if you were in the process of buying and selling NFTs for the maximum amount of profit to cut out the, 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 the backside sellers, so you don't lose that 1%. You're not losing you can, it. It's an addition to. Whatever the, whatever, but whatever the, the end price is, there's still a 1%. On that, the purchaser. Right. It's the same thing. But, yeah. but, but okay, hear me out. I understand. If you, you were mean. selling me your NFT Woodstock ticket, okay, for a hundred bucks, or, or it's worth, let's say it's worth a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm the but buyer. Really I'm not, now, I'm right? not selling because, a hundred. I'm not wait, selling. Let me, so every. What I'm saying is there's ways, there's ways to cut out the person at the end, the end user of it, the one that's supposed to be getting there's royalties behind it. But not every NFT has a royalty behind it. I'm just using it as an example. Well, from but like there was no, there no or, reason for me as a seller or something to not have that royalty on. Otherwise, there's, there's no reason even. Depends what you're doing with it, right? Like if it's just a, it's a house, for example, like we said, I'm, I'm using it as an example right. as an additional marketing ability for a home builder, Right. But if a home builder just wants to make money, I'm going to sell it to you for price value and it's your house and you're done with it, right? And I have nothing attached to that. It's just a, it's a convenience. Just a di- it just makes it a digital title. To have it correct as a right. digital title that's on the blockchain. But if you were a that, forward, I guess a forward thinking contractor, you could you could put a clause on there that, look, I'll sell you this for $50,000 on a market value. Yeah, for but, 1% of every time this house right. gets sold in perpetuity. Right. I, I get that. Right, because it doesn't cost you anything. Right. Right. Which again, I don't think would be a big thing on homes so, because well, that's the thing. Like when people it comes keep to, homes for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you know. So I want to see the average is like eleven. Even then, yeah. still, I, 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 and I, obviously the percentages would have to be different. Yeah. But um, you know, you'd have to be really long term because even even in eleven yeah, years, about, you want to talk about a four hundred one k though. Imagine when you're sixty and one hundred ninety of your houses resell. Well, I get that. Paid. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like taxes. That's no. How? I don't know about it. That's the whole thing with the decentralized blockchain. Dude, if if, if right? Uncle Sam ain't getting his cut, bro, that well, should never be. But this is the thing: if it all stays in the blockchain, right? If I if if I go out and get, I keep using Ethereum because Ethereum at this point. But you got to you're gonna want to spend that money somewhere. Uncle Sam's getting his cut not somehow. Not necessarily. So. Let, let me explain. And this is the thing that it's goddamn. This is going to go a whole goddamn crypto episode. And I'm not a crypto expert and don't know a whole lot. Well, about you know it. more than we do, obviously. So, so if I buy Ethereum, okay, right, and I have Ethereum in my wallet, and you have a wallet, right? And I want to sell you my car for one Ethereum. Correct. So we. Make that change. Here's, here's the keys to. Boop, to boop, boop. It's yeah. all on a blockchain. Okay. Nobody knows that transaction happened, besides me and you. I tell you to go buy milk at the store. Same thing. Walk up to Walmart, check out, hit my wallet, boom, done. Right. You can like like the Mavericks take Doge as payment. Okay. 
like on almost anything. Somebody's got to be making some money somewhere to have some value to this. What do you mean? Like, so unless I'm going to a Mavericks game or I'm cashing out and getting cash, that Doge is basically worthless. Same thing like uh, di- really? like it's diamonds or cash or, is worthless if you like just diamonds and gold or 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 well I can't say gold because you can use that in some kind of manufacturing stuff but like diamonds and rubies and that kind of you know, you know what I mean like th- those things that are just viable because they're rare and because people say they're valuable mm-hmm. but tomorrow people can be like diamonds are shit I don't want them anymore. No different than cash but in, in crypto people's eyes. But but it is different because ca- yeah. cash is is the the U, like the U.S. currency has value. To, to Americans. Right. Well, I mean, to Americans. Right. Right now, to the world, but you know, that's slowly mm, slipping. But not to the world. US, they're, they're, the U.S. dollar is, is the. It's still it's strong. The I'm not saying it's the standard. It's definitely not the standard the in standard. a lot of places. It's the. It's the worldwide. It's the. Google it. It's How do you say? It? What do you standard. mean? It's the standard. Everything's the U.S. dollar is is the is the worldwide standard. It is. And what? Explain what you explain where you're going with. Like that. that that's where the rest of of the currency is measured against right now is the U.S. dollar. That's what it's measured against because so of our standard. GDP. Right, but it's but it's 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 the it's the measuring stick is the U.S. dollar. So so yes, because it, of the strength of our country. Right. Right. Yes. That's, that's why I said it's the, slipping. But when you but say the U.S. Still, standard, because there's, the there's plenty of countries that do not take a U.S. dollar. So that's, that. that's what I'm saying. It's not before, like, and 20 years ago, at any country you went to. Not not necessarily. They were but, taking, but, oh, they wanted American dollars. Right, because we are the, we are the standard they don't, that's currency. Not, that's not the case anymore. I, I just said that's that. That's all I'm saying. Right. But what I was with in crypto, if everything stays in a blockchain and it just stays between user and user, Right. There, I can transfer you, I mean, literally any amount of money, any amount of Bitcoin, any amount of Ethereum through our wallets, and nobody is the wiser. I get that. Right? But additionally, I'm going to have to buy some, some commodities with... Then you buy it with Ethereum. You buy it with... If those currency. stores take it. Correct. That's what I'm getting at. Until it, and, and, and there are places that take Ethereum. There but, are places but there's, that... There's no, there's no way... That like the U.S. government is gonna allow all that trading to go on. Like let's say let's say tomorrow Amazon <laughs> disagree with you. That dude. Amazon says we take in Ethereum as payment for our, for all of our stuff, and that becomes the standard that they're trading on. There's no way billions of dollars a day are gonna get transferred, and, and Uncle Sam's gonna be, just be like, man, that's you got us. You, you I, Ethereum guys, <laughs> boy. Y'all got I us. don't disagree with you. But there is literally, at this point, the only way that they could do that is by outlawing cryptocurrency. Because there is no way. I think they would outlaw cryptocurrency before before they allowed that much money to go traded. Without, at this point, Sam you, this you cannot. It is, it is decentralized. There's no way of tracking who right. owns what wallet. And, and the only way to get what. to get to this this. Uh, uh, sunshine, lollipop, and rainbow land that all these cryptocurrencies want to be into, it can't stay because the governments are going to get their freaking cuts out of it, man. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's a pipe dream to think that that won't happen. Like, especially in places like China and where, where it's communist, freaking good luck. 
You know, well, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I mean, I, I, again, those, I don't disagree with those you. Those countries own the internet, like you know, not, you know <laughs> in their countries, they're not. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I think there's. So I think, in, in, as as a. That's why I'm telling you, I the, the the blockchain technology. Is 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 here forever. I get that, and and, and, I, and I can I can see some value right? in that. It is a valuable ledger system. Right. Right. Yeah, I get that, but so, but not so not, a, not a not a cryptocurrency on it. No, it's definitely right. not. But I understand why the crypto market is on that blockchain. Yeah, I mean it makes right. sense. I, I, it yeah, makes I, sense I, to I try to decentralize. That. You know, and again, right. when you got to think about, and that's why when it first started, everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, Bitcoin was like it was black market shit. Right. You know, like truly, you know, scammers were Bitcoin. Like you, yo, pay me a Bitcoin. Drug dealers pay me a Bitcoin. Prostitutes pay me a Bitcoin. Like it was a hundred percent black market under the table because it was completely undetectable. Right. You know, so and it worked for a lot of the black market folks. And then things kind of got well. No, then they started. You know, some of these platforms when they got big enough and they started making trillions of dollars in transactions, governments were like, no, 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 you need to report that. Right. We don't know who's doing it. We still want to know. What's going on? Right. Like we need, because you know, Uncle Sam's going to get his cut. It's the same thing with the marijuana thing right now. Like, because again, it's still federally illegal. Oh, yeah. So there's banks yes, that the... won't take the money that these cannabis companies are producing. They have nowhere to put this money. But the smart the smart ones are, are have back taxes that they take out every single year. If, if it ever gets federally, yep. uh, you know, it's going to cost some millions. Well, the thing is, they have that money well, set aside it for it. Because they're still paying... They're still reporting their taxes as all this money. And they're still paying income tax right. on their profits. They just can't put it in a bank. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now you can go like I know I don't know about the rest, but like you can go you can go pay your like your drug tax stamp. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's you can go down to the post office yeah. and buy a drug tax stamp. Right, and, and and that is proof that you pay taxes on your illegal narcotic right. transactions. Right, it, 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 but it protects you from Uncle Sam taking your assets. Is what it. I wonder if it like does that trigger anything? You ever get the call from the post no, office going, "Hey, somebody no, just no, bought a drug stamp." No, what's hilarious though is is because I've I've had yeah you know, I spent years of my career working narcotics yeah. when you would do bus and be like uh uh-uh, uh got my drug tax stamp yeah crack cocaine still illegal right but they they thought because they paid their drug tax stamp that, that they were good to go you know so yeah yeah we have had that but. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, like no, all that means is you paid your taxes on illegal narcotic transactions, but I don't know how it's still that works. illegal. Like, yeah. I wonder if it's. I don't know. I've never, never sold drugs, so I don't know. Well, no, but I mean, I just think that you being like in narcotics is—is is that even something? So is that something y'all look for when you do a drug there, bust? There, there's a law. It's fair to pay your drug tax stamp. Well, I know that. Yeah. Right. I, right. So. Yeah, they have a certain when they hit a certain, and I don't remember what it is. Been some law side threshold. But there's a certain threshold you gotcha. hit that if you don't, if you don't, if you haven't, if you're not in possession of your drug tax stamp, then that's an additional charge. It's an additional charge, and, and Uncle Sam's coming after you federally. I, I don't. Know, it's been so long. But I mean, that's but, the point but, of it, right? Right. Like it's, right. It's, it's, that's a federal. Well, there's a there's a difference in in that type of assets forfeiture and. Like we're taking your car because there's drugs in it. Where's there on the rest? Right. Like. And and we're we're seizing your property because it was derived from narcotic transactions like that. There's a difference in all that, but um, 
Yeah, so I don't I don't know if that's the like if they made marijuana legal in Louisiana tomorrow and you and I invested in a in a smoke shop and we decided to to go in business for that if that drug tax stamp would be something that we would have to be going down to the post office to try to get to cover our federal taxes on something that is so federally illegal. I don't know if that's the way to go about it. I just I don't know. But have y'all had any um oh, that's maybe not a question you can answer, but just with it being medically legal in Louisiana now? Like people are like, yeah, here's my prescription. I, I don't deal with that, so I, I don't. I, that would be a question for our narcotic guys. I'm sure they probably have, but um, I mean, it's it's here. Um, it, it's it's just a, a finable offense, you know. Which so you're gonna mount though, right? Right, right, right. But it's like it's not arrestable anymore. It's, it's like a, a little ticket you got to go pay your fine for. So basically, basically, just charging people to be able to possess marijuana. Yeah end of the day because if, if you ain't going to jail for it then what's the point right money yeah it's, it's all yeah so i mean at that point i just would tax people then that's what it should have been you know? you know i mean if that's how we're going to go about it then just tax it like you do alcohol and let's take that money and invest it in law enforcement mental health how does that work though when it, i yeah. mean like, i know like in colorado because we've just been there and talking with people about it like when they legalized it it was like 40 percent of jail population because they had to release yeah. all the people that were there on, on cuz you're not in jail typically for just a marijuana charge it's it's a 10 time offender and that you know like and they had to go through and they were like it was it was a, a yeah so i don't i don't think nightmare <clears throat> to go through and hear, hear all these cases i, I don't i don't think we would have that problem here cuz there's and I, again i can only speak on the Louisiana law but some of the some of the laws and the, the way we have it written is because of federal guidelines and there's things that are, that are, are um, like called fruit of the poisonous tree, for instance. So um, if, I, if I illegally search your vehicle, right, anything I find in that vehicle would be labeled in, in the, 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 the law terms as fruit of the poisonous tree, which none of it's admissible in court, right? Um, but if at the time something was illegal, like marijuana, and like, let's say a police dog indicated on a car, and that led to us finding your illegal firearms or, or um, your crack cocaine that was in the vehicle or the dead body in the trunk, whatever, you know, um, that's not fruit of the poisonous tree because that stuff was illegal at that time. So it doesn't change those additional charges. But yes, if you were in jail strictly for just marijuana and that kind of stuff, uh, yeah, you would, you would, well, right? Same thing with, they would, when they ended prohibition, yep. you know, everybody that was in there for, for alcohol, uh, charges, alcohol yeah. Freeze. Enjoy your distilleries, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, but I mean, there's not, I, I, I don't know because I'm not in corrections, but I could probably, you could probably count on one hand the amount of people in, that are in jail right now for just marijuana. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it would be as big of a deal here, especially because it's just not as, as it's just a finable offense and those kind of things. And it's been that way for Right, time. right. So it's different if they'd have done that 15 years ago and just out the blue said, hey, marijuana's legal. Surprise! You know, like, like how it kind of happened in, in Colorado. So I can see where they would have had a bigger court problem than I think we would have now with, with that. Absolutely. Interesting. All right, fellas, we are uh, two hours in this thing. Right. It's been uh, <laughs> Drugs, crypto, and Biden's oil prices. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, this is right. it's going to be three episodes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, it it, it all it all tied together. You know, no, it, um, everything we do ties together at some point. I mean, there's always you know the seven ways of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> but I just you know it, it's I'm sure it's not interesting to a lot of people, but it just. It's interesting. That's why I like picking your brain sometimes about that stuff, you know, um, the, the whole NFT crypto thing. And I'm sure that's probably foreign to, to a lot of people. There's a um, guy, he's from home, and I've, I've talked to him before, and I want to get him on the podcast. Um, his his name on social media is Blockchain Wayne. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's, he's, I mean, he's full-time. So he that's, does full-time. Oh, that's awesome. He does yeah, I'd, li- I'd love to pick a... Crypto NFTs, right. a whole bunch of shit. And uh, he does online. Like, he'll do... Talk, like, kind of right. live and just go live and talk for two hours and people to ask him questions. And, that's cool. Um, well, like, even even with, with the whole oil thing, you know, not understanding the liquidity aspects of it, not understanding the, the, the ups and downs of the stock market and just, just look at it at its, at its face value. Um, you know, it's, it's confusing. That's why I think it's, it's good to talk about those things and, and, and get them out there and, and, you know, hopefully answer some of those questions. And a lot of times that just leads to more freaking questions. But, um, I think it's like, for me, I like, I like to talk about that stuff, especially with, with, people who are more in the oil field to see it firsthand and, and people who are on the other side of it with the financial part of it, you know, cause again, it, it, there's so much, and I guess I kind of to bring it back around to your first comment there, there's so much information out there. If you don't ask those questions and you, and you, you don't go down those holes and, and, and you, you don't prepare yourself to be educated and, and, um, I guess proven wrong to a certain extent on, on on how you how you thought things were beforehand. You know, a lot of people don't want to go down that. They don't they don't want to they don't want to read like, something and go. You know what? I was I was wrong about this, or I was misinformed about this, or or I just wasn't educated as much as I thought I was. But you have you have to to go down those holes and, and to become truly educated on something. You have to be able to open yourself up to to those things. You do. And you have to go one step further in everything, right? Like, even when you say going down a rabbit hole, you can easily go down rabbit holes of misinformation. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that's the thing. We can like, go down to moon land and, uh... Somehow <laughs> <laughs> it always gets brought up. But the shoes, man. Look at the bottom of the shoes. Um, yeah, and it's like... Realize where the sources are. Try right. to find yes. out how yes. credible they are. Yes. Cause man, like I, I couldn't tell you how many times, like you said, I've gotten an article. I'm like, there's no way, and then went back, and it's a whole satire article, but it's written like so it's well. so true, right? But the whole point of it, like when you look at the writer and you go back to the right. like, so, it's, so it's, I, it's satire. I kind of refer to those things as like the, uh, the whole Da Vinci Code. Yes. You know, so when when you when you have something that's very well written, and then you throw some some factual history in it, and you had you know. Those things become Frickin transformers, right? Right. Like so, it, it, it becomes a whole lot more believable yeah, and, and a whole like, lot more. Uh, is the Hoover Dam really there? Just <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So when you when you do those kind of things, it's just it's just a you know, kudos mm-hmm. to the author for 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 yeah for right now. But yeah, I agree. You you have to you have to look at both sides, and, and 
I've been saying this for years. There's normally three sides to every story. There's one, you know, one person's side, the other person's side, and then what really happened. Right in the middle. You know? Um, but it's like that with most things. You know, so, so you, you, it takes some effort. You know, it's not, it's not easy. And sometimes you got to ask some, some questions and get some answers that you don't want or, or, or that may go against what, what you, what you originally wanted. But if at the end of it, you come out, you know, a little more educated on something or, or you come out with, with, with a little more understanding, you know, to me, that's worth, that's worth, you know, an hour or two hours, however long it takes to, to, yep. to, to look at those things. Hole. Right. And it's look. That's how I, I got kind of the little knowledge I have about NFTs and, and crypto, and it's just by doing that, like listening to people, I'm like that. Then I got to find out if that's you know, right. And when you when you when it's ten popular people's or, or ten people in the nose, right. same baseline, like okay, then that that's I could count that as true. Oh yeah, I can use the same the you same uh, the same mentality like, about Michael Jackson. Right? Oh man, <laughs> damn, you know. One person might be looking for money, but you know, twenty. Yeah, huh. I should be in jail. Kim, don't listen to this. <laughs> Gotta separate the music from the man. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean I agree with you, hundred percent. But you're rapping, Brennan. You're rapping, Brennan. Quiet. He was quiet today. Uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I learned a lot about NFTs. A lot that I didn't realize. I got a bunch of questions, but yeah, I do have a much better understanding. Yeah, NFTs. Are, I mean, they're not crypto may go away. Like as far as just long term, NFTs and blockchain are not. Like they are going to be ingrained in every business transaction. At e even if banks adopt them, right? right? Yeah. It's, it's going to be very commonplace. I'm, I would say within the next three to five years, where everything is going to be, I'm, I'm way blockchain, some kind of NFT system. It's going to future. Huh? I'm I'm way more open to NFTs and and the whole blockchain technology, and, and not just investing, but I guess investing my trust mm -hmm. into it. Um, I think that I am with with crypto. And look, I you know, like I said, I dabble. You know, I'm not. I won't spend anything I mean, more you don't than use I, it. No, no. And that, no. that's the thing. To understand how these things work, everybody has this, it's a, it's a huge misconception that it's an investment. It's not. Like, to people in crypto, they want these things to have a utility behind them. Oh, yeah. It's the only way for, for, and for they the do, true legitimacy. And they right? do have utilities behind them, but you got to really search for them. Right. And, but, but again, that utility... Uh, and I don't want to circle. Oh, it's it's less than one percent of but, people but, that actually can use them. But my whole thing is, for the utility to happen that they're asking for, I really believe that comes with the things that they're trying to avoid. Correct. You know, Has to come with the government. government. Oh, yeah, right. No, no. So it, it's kind of that vicious, that no, no. vicious cycle. But I, look, I appreciate because um, I probably asked some of these questions before. It's just been so long since we talked about crypto and that kind of stuff. But I appreciate the patience and, and taking the time oh, to man, answer look. it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm sure some of my questions you like this freaking. I know I'm I'm a, I'm a kindergarten level like. Well, uh, well then, then I'm like know. a preschool, so yeah. I appreciate you bringing us up to to pre-K level. I'm just <laughs> learning how to talk, apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, look, there, there are people that can can 
teach you a lot yeah. about the function, about the utility, the utility behind it, about you know, on plenty of different tokens and coins and, and, and how it all works. Um, I have a very yeah. Let's reach out to. Uh... You know, Blockchain Wayne. Blockchain Wayne, man. Let's see if he <laughs> wants to come on here and uh, and answer some questions, even yeah. if it's you know 30, 30 minutes, you know, whatever. Just and yeah, he's like, like I said, he does it. He's he's like full time, like hundred percent. I'd love to have him on here just to just to pick his brain a little bit, yeah. and you know, my, I was my, trying to get my insurance guy to come on here to start talking about these all these insurance bullshit that's going on and yeah, and that's, home, and that's you know, and he's like, man, I'm just you know so swamped trying to get all these policies. I'm sure everybody is, and, man. Trying to get storm shutters in my house right now, and it's freaking months and months out before it even. I mean, I know we're gonna go down, but I'm literally about to like buy a gutter company. I could have used you. I just got gutters put up in my house, and and the the company came from Shreveport. There's nobody around here doing it, and the people that they're still months behind on everything. So it's like it's like, uh, damn, like. And look, you know, I'm not gonna point no fingers, but like the company that came out and did my gutters, um. Seem to do a very, very good job. And and some of the things they did versus how my gutters were previously, um, I'm more satisfied with, with my current gutters. Um and it, cosmetically, they're both they both were good, but there's some functionality mm-hmm. that I'm a whole lot more happy with with this this newer company um than the previous installers of my of my gutters. So um yeah. And the previous one was a local company. So, I mean, you make a company and, and you you, uh, you do a good job, you'll be around longer than the whole influx of work. Oh, no, look. It's just, at this point, it's it's just about having it done. You know, like, I mean, just in what we do, we do people every day, well, you know, what about gutters? No, I don't do gutters. You know, like, pay, pay enough money, me and Bernard will go work for you in the weekend. It's just, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> and you, you've seen them. Like, the guy was, if it was your house, like, it's a process. Oh, I yeah, mean, it took them all day. Especially doing seamless, you know? It, it, took, like, it took these two, it was two guys, and, uh, you know, they, they showed up probably 8 in the morning, and they were there, you know, well past when, when I got off of work. So, yeah. you know, it, it was it was an all-day thing. You know, and I don't, I don't have a small house, but... um. There's also not a whole bunch of little bends and turns either. Right, like it, you just you know. got a pretty much a, 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 I don't say basic house, but like you said, you're, you're not running, you know. There's not 37 different of, turns, you know, right? No. There's a few, there's a few, uh, uh, you know. Run your house is square. No, it's, it's like a H. But. The front of your house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's some long, there's some long straight runs on my roof lines, you know. Er. Right. <laughs> Versus yeah, I mean, some of these ones I've seen has got like a freaking nine degree turn every two feet, yep. you know. Yep, so. and then you got up, you know, the bows around the window, and it goes right into your door, and then back up, right, right. you know. But yeah, and it's just like that. It, it, I mean, right. the machines to run seamless gutters, and the materials—that's another thing to find the materials. To you know, it's another whole. But right. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, we'll shut it down. That's a couple of things we need to uh, talk about, I guess, off air too. So. All right, we're gonna wrap up. Yep. Brandon, let's we'll start back with you. I just want to thank everybody, as always, for listening and for uh, telling your mom and them about us. Get the word out, man. Please, spread it. Yeah, um, I'll end with, you know, echoing what bit with Brennan. I appreciate our, our, our listeners and um, not not just spreading the word, but if 
know, we're always looking for topics to talk on. So please, if you have anything you would like to hear us speak on or uh, address or even come on a podcast, whatever, reach out to us on social media. Um, Jared can go over our, our, our different ways of contacting us, but um, we're always open to ideas. And we're always looking for topics to talk about. So if you have anything that you want to hear or, or anything like that, then please, by all means, reach out to us. And uh, thank you. Love you guys. And that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, I'll just kind of echo what Cody said. Um, emails, not so wide divide at gmail.com. You can email us uh, anything, topics, concerns, questions. Um, we're always there. Of course, Cody loves the comments, so please feel I free. Will, I will talk to you in the comments to, for sure. Um, comment. I know we get, we every now and then we get some YouTube uh, comments. And, uh, but yeah, so Facebook. Um, YouTube, we're there. We're not on Instagram, or we are on Instagram, but we don't actively push Instagram just because it's this time. But I'm trying to do better at it, and uh, we're coming. Hopefully, get Brennan some uh, some more involvement on all that fun stuff. And uh, but yeah, man, look, we again appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody's listening, and, and you know, hopefully spreading us, our, you know, spreading the message and sharing our uh, our content. But um, Again, appreciate it. And uh, until next time, remember, the divide is not so wide. Peace.